0: what's up y'all and welcome back to another episode of the resilient body podcast i'm your host dr Arnika, the not so typical chiropractor and today we're talking about what is shoulder impingement Okay, today's episode is inspired by many shoulder patients I've seen lately, either they're new or old injuries, and they're including pain in the front of their shoulder, or just pain or irritation, lifting their arm up above 90 degrees. Now, shoulders can be tricky because there's so many muscles, tendons, just things in that area. But with further assessment, you can really get closer to the root cause of what is happening. For a lot of the women that I saw, they were having shoulder impingement but where it was coming from and their plan to help resolve it was different depending on what they had. If you're someone who's been experiencing any type of shoulder impingement, then this episode is definitely for you. Let's tune in as you learn about what exactly shoulder impingement is, what structures are involved, the biggest thing to work on to help, and of course, I'm gonna give you some movements to help, okay, so let's get started. First off, what exactly is shoulder impingement? Now, in short, a shoulder impingement is when you have inflammation or an impinged impend tendon through your subacromial space, all right? So our rotator cuff, which you probably have heard about, but our rotator cuff is made up of multiple muscles, All those muscles at the end have tendons and those tendons cross that joint. Okay. Specifically what we call a chromium joint, which is the knobby thing at the top of your shoulder. It crosses that joint and those that can get impinged in there start to become inflamed. Now, I mentioned that there's multiple muscles that make up a rotator cuff. The four main ones are supraspinatus, which sits at the top. Our infraspinatus, which sits underneath that and does some external rotation, along with the muscle right underneath that, which is called our teres minor. And then last but certainly not least, we have our subscapularis, which is like underneath our shoulder blade. All of those rotator cuff muscles have tendons at the end that cross that joint. Now, if you find the knobby thing at the top of your shoulder, That is called your acromion. And it's actually part of your shoulder blade. It's like this hook that comes at the top. And we have tons of muscles that attach to it, ligaments that attach to it, things that go underneath it. Now, those tendons we talked about, tendons are the connection between a muscle and a bone. Okay, So those tendons that we talk about run underneath that hook, that acromion, and through that space, which we call the subacromial space, sub underneath acromion, and it goes on top of our arm bone, our humerus. So when we are going to move our shoulder up, the head of our humerus, that arm bone, is going to move up. And ideally, you would want your shoulder blade, that acromion that's attached to that shoulder blade, to be moving out of the way if you have a full range of motion so that your shoulder can get up above your head. But if you don't have full range of motion, what tends to happen is you start to lift your arm. That arm bone or head of the humerus gets caught, stuck up against your acromion, which means that that subacromial space, that space that all those tendons are running through, actually get pinched over and over again. And once that continues to happen with repetitive motions, it can become inflamed or irritated. And that's how we end up getting what's called a shoulder impingement. Okay. Now, if you are also someone who uh, works a lot at desks, so you sit a lot, the rounded shoulders like position or posture that you're in also causes a decrease in the space that we have underneath that acromion which means that now we have less space for those tendons to run through and that's also another posture that can cause you to have more impingement so if you're someone who is working on shoulder impingement just start by just looking at your posture that's always a great place to start to make sure that shoulder blade is down and back okay now Next, I wanna talk about the biggest thing to work on if you are someone who is struggling with a shoulder impingement. Now, there's so many pieces that go into this. This is just probably the first thing I work on and one of the top things that I check out or assess with people that come into the office. The biggest thing to work on if you have shoulder impingement is your shoulder blade. Specifically, shoulder blade control and just becoming more aware of what your shoulder blade is doing and more shoulder blade mobility, okay? Our shoulder blade has its own range of motion. We should be able to protract our shoulders, which I want you to think about more like in that rounded position when our shoulders come forward, our shoulder blades come forward. We should be able to retract. We should be able to elevate. So bringing our shoulder blades or even our shoulders up towards our ears, we should be able to depress our shoulder blades. When you hear that saying it's like bringing your shoulders down and back, the down part is depressing our shoulder blades. We should be able to have upward rotation. That's when we go to lift our arm up above our head, our shoulder blades should upwardly rotate and then if you heard that saying of down and back or bring your shoulders down and back which is only for specific movements um, then we have some downward rotation which brings our shoulder blades to together. We should have full control and be able to hit every one of those ranges. But if we don't and we have certain muscular imbalances that can cause us to not be able to retract as much as we can, not have that downward rotation or depression as much as we can, and therefore we end up having more rounded shoulders, whatever leads to us having less space in that subacromial space, which leads to more impingement. So, The first place I would start, I know we talked a little bit about posture, but the first thing I would start to work on is your shoulder blade control. Work on just getting your shoulder blade moving in every range of motion, getting more control of that. And then one of the way you do that, and we'll talk about this a little bit more in the movements I'm going to send you, is by holding certain postures for a bit longer. So I don't care about reps when I give my patient's exercises in there, specifically, mobility and movement programming. I care about timing. I want you to hold things for five seconds, 10 seconds, be able to ramp up and work on muscular endurance. And that's gonna be super important as you're trying to gain not only shoulder blade mobility, but also shoulder blade control so you can have better opening in the front, better retraction, downward rotation, things like that in the back. And now we have more space under that acromion that allows those tendons to be able to pass through, specifically when we're trying to lift our shoulder up. I hope I didn't learn out too much if we talk a little bit about, you know, our shoulder blade and also exactly what shoulder impingement is. Now, the muscles or the exercises, I should say, that I would prefer that you start with. And like I say on every podcast episode, take what's best for you and see what creates a great, a positive change in your body. Okay. So first thing first is diaphragmatic breathing. All right. We have to make sure that our rib cage is moving as we want it to. And therefore our shoulder blade can glide past our rib cage as we want them to. So make sure we're breathing with our diaphragm and not our chest muscles or our neck muscles. I should say those neck muscles And some of those muscles that may be included in those muscular imbalances that are causing your rounded shoulders or that limited subacromial space also can cause you to be more tight in the front and they attach to our rib cage. So we want to make sure that we're opening up that and make sure we're not using our neck muscles more for breathing. Next, we're going to do a serratus anterior punch, okay? So being able to lay on your back and control that shoulder blade. Remember, we talked about protraction and retraction. A serratus anterior punch is how we work on slow and controlled protraction or retraction of that shoulder blade. Next up, we have the serratus scoop. This position is really working on how our shoulder blade glides across our rib cage. That upward rotation and downward rotation or just being able to connect, mind muscle, mind muscle connection to that area, all right? Next up, we have floor angels. This allows us to lay on our back and just feel what it feels like for our shoulder blade to have a upward rotation, a downward rotation, and seeing if we can actually open up and get a little twofer. Because we're on the floor in this externally rotated position, we get to open up our pec muscles, which you talked about the front. We're in external rotation. So our shoulder, where we're having that pinching possibly and that subacromial space, we've now opened up that space so we can have more space in there for your tendons to go through. And now we're just working on moving our shoulder blade around our ribcage last but certainly not least scapular raises in this video i want you to specifically pay attention to that i have i made a fist and my thumb is pointing outward because that puts our shoulders into external rotation we are trying to avoid as much internal rotation by opening up externally we're opening up that space so these scapular raises i you like to be on the ground feel what it feels like to be externally rotated and specifically moving your shoulder blades everything on all these movements that i've been or i'm going to link for you are all about being able to control your shoulder blade range of motion and also being able to increase that mobility in that area mobility motor control I hope I didn't nerd out too much. I hope that you found today's episode super valuable. If you're someone who is struggling with shoulder impingement, add these movements into your routine, see how it works for you and take what fits best for you. If you're someone who wants to get a little bit more, a little bit more full body assessment and surely figure out the root cause of your shoulder impingement, feel free to hit us up. You can either reach out to us on our phone number or click the link, schedule a free consult call. Would it be in the episode notes? As always, my goal is to help you move better, feel better and be resilient. I I'll let you on the next episode.